Good evening to you and welcome to the Law Report. It's me, Michael Matoning Bill, with... And uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about what we promised we'd be talking to you about last week. Last week, we had a pretty cool show and uh, we had fun, Lilo and I. Yeah. And um, Lilo had so much fun, he decided he doesn't want to do it on the phone. No, so no. He's going to come in person. Nah, no. in so Lilo, Lilo is in the studio. And I wanted and, to see you, Mike. And you wanted to see me? Yeah. I wanted to see you yeah. too. Oh, I just see, you want a hug? I just see you oh. on the big one. I just see you on the N1. I, I just see you on the N1. So I said, hey, no, let me go check. <laughs> All right. So, so last week we had a show. It was an open line and we said to, to you, ask us any question. And, and Nilo and I are... Are standing ready to answer. That's what we did last week. Yeah. But as always, people started calling us at the end of the show. Yeah. And we said, all right, because everybody's calling us at the end of the show, yeah. let's do it properly. We'll do it again this week, yeah. being today, yeah. where you can phone us, but don't phone us at the end of the show. Yeah. But I thought it put something else. Okay. Lilo. I thought, I thought if somebody asks us a question, yeah, that relates to law. Obviously, yeah. we only know law. Yeah. That we can't answer. Yeah. We take them out for. Dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I'll on pay. you. Eh? It's on it's me. On I'll you. Pay. I'll yeah, pay. no. Yeah. The Randellas uh, almost have your face. So. <laughs> 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 All right. So, so it's a challenge. Card, and, and, I saw and, it. And, and 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 I don't intend to use it because we're going to get everything right. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if Mike you, if, has a black card, so. <laughs> Yeah, because I painted it. <laughs> All right, number to dial 086-00-00959. We look forward to, to taking your calls. Literally, you can ask us anything, whether it pertains to your work, it pertains to uh, divorce, maintenance, corporate, you want to start a business, you want to buy a business, you want to, whatever, yeah. whatever. You got an issue with a bank, you got an issue with an insurer, with anything that you, you want, you, are, you got a question on the constitution, Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. Lilo and I are here. 086-00-00959 And you can also uh, What's your Twitter handle? You got a Twitter I know lawyers today uh, got Twitter yeah, handles You, you got a Twitter handle, you man? Go. The advocate NM Lilo Haha, <laughs> it's upgraded I, I knew, I knew <laughs> where you were going with it <laughs> I knew it, 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 it Oh, just, okay, okay It needs okay. to just be Lilo And then we got to add I knew titles. where you were going with yeah, it I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put Mr. on mine, man You know You're Mr. Michael Mutwaning Bill <laughs> I knew where you were going with it Alright, my Twitter handle is Um uh, what is it again? Motoning Bill. <laughs> that's right. At Motoning Bill, that's my Twitter handle. You can ask us any questions on both those Twitter handles. And um, yeah, we we good we good to take your call. Um, there's uh, Itumeling from um, Johannesburg um, wants to talk about maintenance. If right like you uh, you want to ask us a question, oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Any question. If we don't get it right, if we can't answer it, we'll be honest because I'm not going to answer you if I don't if I don't know what what the answer is, right? So we're either going to answer it, and of course it's going to be right, yeah. right? Because this guy's a good lawyer. Oh, ah, okay. yeah. And um, <laughs> and if we don't get it right, we take you out. Yeah. 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 If you live far, we'll we'll send some wine. We'll send some wine your way, or or whatever you whatever yeah. you like, sweets. I don't know. Not everybody drinks. Restrictions. Anymore. Actually, Mila doesn't drink. <laughs> Jeez. I wanted to be a. It's going to be it's well. going to be a slow date. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Itumileng, hello. Good evening, how are you? Good, thank you. And yourself? Good. 
actually, I have a question. Um, it happens that uh, the baby mama took me to a court, and then it, uh, after taking me to a court, he claimed that I was not paying maintenance for a child. And then she insisted that she's looking for a certain amount that I have to pay, even though I produce each and every evidence that I was maintaining the child. And it happens that the court leg, of which I was not aware that she's a court leg, she didn't even uh, consider what I was bringing on the table. Whatever I was saying, it was not considered. Even though after drafting an income and expenditure uh, statement, then they came to a conclusion, of which I'm not happy about the conclusion, and then I want to make, a, I want to do a review on the, uh, the, uh, the court order. Then the other thing is that even though I do uh, pay the maintenance or that was stipulated in the court order, but we have a problem because the mother of my child keeps insisting that this is not what she wants. When I buy clothes for the child, she takes it back. When I buy vouchers, she takes she wants for she wants to go for exclusive shops. She doesn't want me to buy where I feel comfortable to buy. Mm. So that's a problem. And then the court order was issued against me that I must look for a church and pay for the church. But now whatever that I'm doing, she's against it. Now she took out the church from that church that I looked for and she wants to put her on another church which is far expensive. I don't understand what's happening about this. And then I want to know if I apply for, for a review on this. That is the possibilities. And the other thing, the trade order, you need to take into consideration that I have five kids, which means it's four plus this one is five. All my expenses were not considered. <clears throat> That's a problem that I'm having. And then issue that she doesn't take the vouchers that I buy from the other shops. I won't mention the shop's names, but she wants the, the classic shops. Yeah. But yeah. What does the court order say? What does it say you must do every month? The court order says I pay a, a, a child maintenance certain amount. I pay a catch fee, and then I buy clothes twice a year, winter and summer. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you sending vouchers? No, actually, I send voucher for a certain amount so she can buy whatever she, she thinks is good for. But even though when I buy vouchers, she doesn't take. Because last time I bought clothes, she said she doesn't want clothes from that shop. And then now, I decided to buy vouchers. She doesn't take the vouchers. She said, you better keep those vouchers. Okay, but, but, <clears throat> but, but what's your problem then? If who, Did you see the child? Does the child see you, uh, visit you? Yes. Okay, but why don't, <clears throat> why don't you buy the clothes so that the child can wear those clothes when they are with you? Or is, is a visit too seldom? I'm, I'm just trying to be practical before we get legal. 
Actually, I do buy the clothes. Mm. Yeah. Now, the problem is that whatever that I'm bringing on the table, mm. it seems it's not happy about it. No, 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 but, but you, are, when I, you are not trying to make her happy. Those days are gone. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I told her mother, that I'm not going to give it this to you because you throw, them, uh, you throw them back to me. So I'll give it to your mom, and then your mom will take care of the kids. Mm. So, so you don't <clears throat> you don't have to worry about anything, Intimili. Um, <clears throat> you, your job, your first. So you got two. You got two jobs. Your first job, and I'm not in, in no particular order. Your first job yeah. is to do what the court order says. You need to yeah. buy the clothes and give it to. How old is your child? The child now is ten and three. Okay, so it's still a young a, a young child. Mm. So when the child is visiting you, you will put on the back of that child the clothes that make you feel happy and 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 the person that wants uh, expensive brands will do the same when the child is with her so you buy the clothes you keep your receipts to say it's winter i've bought these clothes and here's my receipts it's summer i've bought these clothes and here's my receipts i've and then when a child visits, you know, I don't know how frequently the, the I don't, frequent the visits are. If they're frequent enough, you keep the, the, the clothes at your house. If they're not frequent enough, when the child goes back to the mother, she goes, he, she or he goes back with those clothes. Um, and okay. therefore, the court is fine. There's no basis. You don't need, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the bit that you want to review, but I wasn't sure what you want to review. Um, okay. And then, mm, and sorry, about, about the crash. Um, you you can pay you pay the crash that was prevalent at the time of of the court order, unless yeah. she's moving the crash because she's moving house. You know, so you don't go. Mm-hmm. I don't want this crash. I want that crash next door because of whatever. And you don't consult. That move has nothing to do with you. You pay into that new crash the same amount that you used to pay. And if she takes you to court, you will say, when you made the order, this was the crash amount. There wasn't a consultation on the movement. And people do this. People, you know, people uh, are happy to go to a school that costs 20,000 rands. On divorce, they're now going to one that's 200. What's changed? Right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, you, you want to deal, I, I dealt with the nice stuff. No, I, I, you I think, deal with the more difficult stuff. No, I think you have dealt with it uh, in the specifics. Um, to say the, 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 the your primary duty is to obey a court order, yeah. and no. anything else outside the, the the court order is is you you have no you have no legal obligation to. Correct. You can do something over and above the court order for your of, child. For your child, not not for the lady. Yes, because so you 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 got you, you so your job is to do the court order, but also be a father. Yeah, and and not just be mm-hmm. a father because you probably are. It, the, the trick is to be a good one. Yeah, and 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 my my, my I think if we let's deal also with some principal issues. Yeah. Uh, he says he went to to the maintenance court and met a clerk official, mm. and he, it appears there's an order that was he suggests that an order was made mm. by a clerk of, by a clerk of the court. Mm. Yes. There, are, there are two, if not three, processes that happen. The first time you go to a to a to a clerk, they help you in the process of trying to see if the two of you can come to some form of an agreement without having to argue the matter out in court. If you agree. 
to whatever is is being suggested during that that period and that mm-hmm. agreement is then made an order of an order of court you can't then complain about it because you'd have participated in the in 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 in, in, in that process if you want a change because your circumstances have changed you don't bring a review application you bring you you you, uh, you 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 bring a variation application to say i want this order to be varied for one two or other reason the clerks of the court have no power to force you to agree to anything they are simply there to help you to facilitate that you come to some form of an agreement without having to go to court if you are unable to agree during that uh, that that mediation process the matter may then be set down for an actual trial and the magistrate or the judge will then make a determination as to how much uh, is going to be paid in maintenance maintenance is a function of what you have available to you between the two of you as the as as uh, as the parent, as parent. yes mm-hmm. so yeah, the principle is you must pay and look after the child proportionate to your income yeah what 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 what, what i want to make a review on is that whatever you said uh, recently it's what happened because but now, what I felt in that office of the court, uh, I felt like I was pressurized. I didn't know, like, because my income statement and my bank statement were not considered as what I brought on the table. It was made, it was made roughly. And then I, I, I didn't have uh, any, 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 any weight or any, anything that I can say that. Look, man, this is what's happening. And then she never, ever even considered that I have four kids besides this one. She never even considered my pain You understand what I'm talking about? That's yeah, but it I becomes understand. a problem. It becomes a problem to say uh, that process, you, con- you, you agree that that process did happen. You brought certain documentation and an agreement was made. It becomes a problem to, because it always seems like a, an, an attempt to get out of, an, of a binding court order because the assumption is... If you consented to an order being granted after you had had a discussion with the with the maintenance officers there, the, the, the reasonable impression to be created is that you are fully aware of what you are what you are doing. It, it creates uncertainty if we are going to say no, I was pressured and so forth because you had an opportunity. I'm very sure that the magistrate did ask you whether or not you were agreed to what had been brought to the magistrate after the discussion with the maintenance office. Be that as it may. If you want in any amendment to what was agreed, for whatever reason, go back to the maintenance court and ask for a form where you fill in a form that is called a variation, no, not a review. Don't keep using the word the, the term review because it means something completely different. So, so when you get to the maintenance um, officer, you say you want to vary the order that was granted by consent, and then you provide additional documentation which suggests that there's a change in circumstance from the time at which that order was granted and, and, and what you now uh, want to do now. Okay. All right. Let's, yes, sir. All right. Uh, if you just tuned in, we're taking a calls on any subject of law. And if you ask us a question that we can't answer, we're going to buy you wine or take you out for dinner. Uh, <laughs> um, Lebohang, uh, you're calling from Johannesburg. Um, and if, if you've just tuned in, please do give us a call. 86 I'm going to stop taking calls. If, if, if you call this 5 to 9, I'm not going to feel bad like I did last week. Lebohang, hi. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Good, thank you, sir. How are you? I'm good. Uh, a quick one, Michael, and your colleague. Mm. I've got a, a friend. Let me just narrate a bit of the story. In 2019, she felt ill. She was subjected to hospitalization for observation. It ran up until for 12 months. 
long story short is that uh, she was supposed to claim part of her salary from UIF. Mm. There was a slip. Documentation was never processed up until last year, December, when she tried to go back. Her claim was never fulfilled. Mm. Now, according to UIF, uh, they say she needs to go to the doctor, so that the only option they can do for her is to try and assist as she must get substance from UAF from December. But now my question is that from 2019 up until 2020, that period, where does she get remedy for that? Because at work, the uh, documentation was, has been presented that she's sick. Yes. Did you understand the question, Lilo? Is so where where is the question? I mean, I I get that she's she's in hospital, she, and she she remains in hospital for twelve months. She comes out of hospital, um, and uh, uh, and the employer says go to the UIF, is and 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 I'm not sure what happened at the UIF. Did she go to the UIF? She did uh, present a document to UIF, but UIF. They come back to her and say and said to her, there's a period that she was, according to them, she's working. So yeah. she cannot claim from 2019 September until last year. Mm. They can only take her from December until now. That's when they can assist her with claiming that period. But the other, other month, she cannot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. Yeah, well, as the term suggests, unemployment uh, yeah. suggests that you, you, you are paid. The employer t- um, uh, takes a certain amount of money and insures uh, yeah. against unemployment. I'm oversimplifying it. Mm. So if the, during the material period she is not considered unemployed and she still remains in the employ of the employer, then there it's is no... Yeah, so no, that, that, that yeah. it becomes a it becomes a matter between the employee and the employer, not not the the uh, not UIF because she is still employed. So you can't trigger the insurance as it were when the insured event hasn't happened because you are still employed during that period. So, in my view, they are correct at least insofar as the period she remains in the employ of the employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from the moment she then, as the term suggests, again becomes unemployed. Mm. Then she can claim. Yeah. So she can't get a salary and UIF payment at the same time for the same period. So so maybe maybe that's that's the kind of help that that we can give. So 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 for example, um, um, if if the employer wasn't paying her during the time that she had taken ill, then it means that she can claim. It's the same thing with with uh, maternity. Um, but no. but she, the employer would have to indicate some form of termination of employment. But with maternity leave, finished. employers pay. No, but she was woman. sick. She was she was yeah. sick. So so yeah. uh, maybe it might be a claim of incapacity just, that yeah. uh, she, she, has, she has fallen ill and therefore during this period we terminated the employment. Um, okay. um, because maternity is, I think it's 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 different from yeah. from from this because the the insured event is unemployment. Correct. And yeah. if you are still in the employ, uh, you can't have your cake and eat it. 
Got it. All right. Thank you, Lebrang. We we we're getting more calls, and and we got an interesting one. Uh, I think somebody wants wants wine. <laughs> um, it's 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 uh, uh, it, it's an advocate. <laughs> 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 advocate Benny Parime, the guy in that. Reveal the guy, man. Reveal the guy, man. When I went to work, I don't know what what is your problem. I mean, uh, you you remember we had a, a long session um, on the program, indeed, um, on the gender based violence. Aha, can you play hands in that? Yeah, and uh, but uh, can you uh, greet the council on the other side? Oh, oh, is there a special greeting for council? <laughs> uh, so the greeting is coming via post office. <laughs> no, sorry, council. Sorry. I know it's, 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 it's unnecessary. How are you, my brother? For the court of law to, to greet council via council. <laughs> however, uh, council, I wanted to hone in on a, a few matters that you, you wanted me to talk about. Mm. Um, and and uh, <clears throat> the other year uh, that they called me to the to the studio, yes, to come and explain the issues of gender-based violence and so on. Well, can I start with the maintenance issues that uh, you you raised? Mm. Just to say, uh, council, uh, what has happened now is that um, for people who don't pay maintenance. Uh, we have now increased the sentencing to a maximum imprisonment not exceeding two years. I'm just warning Bondati. E. Two, is that any domestic violence matter that is reported or any sexual offense matters that are reported, the 20-year limitation is now revoked. Okay? Mm. So if somebody raped you 40 years ago, you can go and um, lay a charge. Correct. How it's investigated, it's, it's a technical matter. Remember, there are legal technicalities that we have to consider, there are lacunas that we must uh, issue if there are. There are matters of uh, principle. And, and, and remember, uh, councils, that um, we still follow two matters, the rule of law and the principles of legalities. Mm-hmm. The third issue was around, uh, I think that he was talking about something related to employment. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, uh, uh, councillors, we have to ensure that we go through all the processes. You can reject mediation legally. Mm-hmm. You can reject conciliation legally and go straight to arbitration. In cases where the Labour Court finds that there must be an appeal. There can be an appeal. And I'll give you a simple example, uh, Council, that in terms of the unions who are going to the constitutional court right now, I can tell you, and I can bet a bottom dollar with my whiskey, the best one, Mm -hmm. that 
the unions are going to win this case at the Constitutional Court. Mm-hmm. We are going to have a full bench, clearly. And what will happen then is that obviously government then has to come back and implement the final part of the three-year agreement of the unions in terms of um, the payment of the public service um, uh, we're gonna take a break and, and we back after this. Should I hold on? Okay. Uh, no, Yes, I think it's perhaps. Let's go to the We've got the problem with Pabasa and these other, you know, extending problems. But these are internal problems that we must solve. Yeah. But uh, in terms of what you have said, everything else is in order. And I think, uh, please keep uh, that man there. He mustn't, council mustn't escape from us. Well, I think, Luena, Luena, Ngarekia Osoka. If you just tuned in, um, we, it's an open line and we're talking about whatever you want us to talk to. Give us a call, 86 We're taking a break and we're back after this. The Law Report on Kaya FM 95.9. Welcome back, Mukaya. I'm busy I'm with my big brother, Michael Monsoningbill. If you don't know how he looks like, just go into the N1. There's a big billboard there. You'll see how handsome of a man he is. We're taking your calls on anything to do with the law. Uh, they, uh, Mike has, has, has thrown the gauntlet. He says, if you can't answer your question, we'll buy you lunch. We'll buy you dinner. Or if it is a bottle of wine, send the address. It will come. So uh, give us a call on 86 And you can stop the flirting. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Kenny. You're calling from Johannesburg. Good evening. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And yourself? I'm all right. Yeah, you are speaking to Kenny Maya in Tappelbeck, actually. Yes, sir. Yes. Potaka is in Boliman, eh, of Yana Ville. It's about eviction. Yes, sir. Apparently, uh, some few years we were evicted from a family house. Uh, the house was in Paris. Okay. And what actually transpired in that thing was uh, the eviction officers or whoever that was part of the eviction committee. Because uh, uh, when we find out from the deep office in Plumfontein, we still find out that uh, those houses that we were evicted from, they still call Madito uh, Arona. Okay. You follow. And what these, what these people did was, uh, it was a company called Chubelisha, and this company called Chubelisha built houses for all people that were evicted in their houses, in their original houses. Mm-hmm. So years later, what we find out now is um, 
those people who stay in the in the original houses, not the ones that they were built for us. Bantu Bachola, the rates in Texas with our name, they can't change the the names and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I would like to know, Hore, in that matter or in that regard, what what is the way forward? Is it Am I allowed to go and say and claim the house back with the documents uh, to be exact? Maybe the title deeds are not not. Oh, no, that's on. Have you got a title yes. deed? Yes. And it's in your name. It's in my brother's name actually. So how were you evicted? Sorry, uh, okay, so maybe we don't understand. We don't understand the development. Uh, I know Paris, but I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. How, how did how did you or your brother come to occupy the house? Who are these people that brought evictions application? Just just to give us, you know, so that kind of background. Okay. Mm-hmm. My brother was working for the mine in Sasselbeck. And the mine built houses for them? Yes, the mine built houses for and them. And the mine them gave, them, what, gave them... Loan houses or something like that. Okay, and the mine gave them title deeds? Mine gave them title deeds. And then those houses were financed? Yes, they were financed. And your brother stopped then, paying... I don't know. Like he continued paying, mm. and then there was a point more. He stopped paying. Mm. Uh, it was that later the summons <coughs> and whatnot. Mm. But how the summons were done? They were done incorrectly. So, in what way? Why? Why? Why are you saying it's incorrect? If we, if, uh, we, if we're going to help you, we need to know specifics. You know, sometimes you have okay. a feeling that something is wrong, but. You know, if that yeah. if that's your if that's all you have, then we we're not able to give you good advice. But if you say, "I believe that it was wrong because this happened," or you know, whatever, then yeah. we, we, you don't have to worry about the law. You just tell us what informs your feeling. Then we yeah. will. Yeah, uh, what I believe or it's wrong in in everything else. I think or there's houses of people mm. uh, around Murdulanting presently. Uh, Ten registered about 150 rand, and those people, very offices, they never So, when these other, because there was a committee that was formed from Batuba, those were evicted, and they found out, and it was the ghost thing, and over there, uh, the fly by night uh, people. How long ago is this? This is uh, what ten years ago now. Uh, you see, and only now. You see, yeah. You, you see, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was trying to say how you can be helped because one, it's ten years ago, and from even your explanation, I'm not sure what the real facts are. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um so maybe what you can do is—is is your brother still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Do you, if you have time, get your brother to phone us. Yeah. Um, okay. Unless you got it. I mean, I get the complaint, but I don't get yeah. the... When I was at Lawyers for Human Rights, uh, and it's exactly in that period, 10 years ago, Yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to deal with matters of that nature, particularly in the Middleburg area this, and, and the Northwest area, Yeah, uh, where I think it's Gauteng, the borderline between Gauteng and, uh, Northwest. and Northwest. So I have a sense of what, uh, of, of what usually happens in situations like this. Uh, his facts uh-huh. are, are not very... Yeah. Uh, oh, but what would happen in those facts? Because it does sound, the reason I asked him how long ago this was, because it does sound like a group 
yeah a group thing that requires a group effort yes and so mm. so, so i was going to suggest that uh, uh, in, in let them go to organizations like lawyers for human rights mm. uh or or salk or uh, first law clinic or clinics which mm-hmm. deal with land and housing and, and eviction matters because uh, at lawyers for human rights when we we're doing land and um, land and eviction we used to deal with similar matters like like this um about maybe it's, uh. a, it's, a, it's a company or it's transition from the old Poputatswana and, and, and so forth. So, so so the facts ring a similar bell mm. to, to those kind of things we used to deal with. So I think organizations like uh, Lawyers for Human Rights and these law clinics would be best suited mm. to, to, to do any proper investigation. Of okay, but for the purpose of our show, right, because we yeah. still want to kind of look helpful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, get your brother to phone us because he would know yeah. exactly what happened because I, I, I have a sense that you know you were you were chilling and then you're like no you know you you kind of have secondhand information get him to phone will help francis from johannesburg good evening yes good evening yes sir yes i've got a problem here mm-hmm. uh i bought a, a house with a financial scheme uh, some time ago and i've paid my settlement like on uh, year 16 2016 now the problem was after I paid the settlement, they took, uh, they kept on taking money, mm-hmm. the bond money, mm-hmm. for five years. Mm-hmm. When I realized that they were still taking money, I went to the bank and stopped the bank, mm-hmm. and I called the people to tell them, people, you were charging me more because I've got my petrolite, but you're still taking money. Mm-hmm. Now, when I want my refund, they're sending me post to Pillar. I don't know what else to make do. Okay. Who is the financial institution? I'm just trying to... It's, it, it, uh, can I call it their name? Yeah, sure. It's kind of financial services. Uh-huh. They financed your house? I pay, uh, yes, that's where I bought the house. Okay. Right. Now, in 2016... I paid the settlement of the house. That was the balance of the house. I paid it. That was sixteen thousand. Mm-hmm. I paid it off and settled the bond. Sure. I got uh, when I checked my my bank statement, they were still taking money, and I went to the bank and stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got that. Okay, cool. So you want your money back? And, yes, and from that's this ultimately what you're saying. Services. And then, yes. um, have you got any statements from your bank? Yes, of course. And and then you've got your statement, and you've got the proof that you've paid the last sixteen thousand. Yes. Did they give you what? a? And then and then after you paid, that's when they gave you the the full title deed that that is un, uh, unencumbered. Yes, I got it from the attorneys. But now, when I claim my money that I was paying more, mm. they're sending me from post to pay. That's I don't fine. Know what that's fine. That 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 should be easy, Mister Miller. Yeah, no, that, that that should be easy if yeah. if you are able to. Prove that uh, the money that was paid was undue. You you don't need you, you don't need to go from pillar to post. Yeah. You send a letter of demand, or if you've done so already, or if you haven't done so already, you simply issue someone's. Uh, trust me. After you've issued someone's claiming the money, you should be able to document and prove that that money was indeed paid and it was paid to to them. Uh, you tally that amount. You issue someone's. They will sim- they will pay attention to you. And 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 I'm wondering if if he can't go to, uh, uh, the uh. Uh, often, uh, the, the ombudsman as well 
because I mean this would be this would be undermining the the financial services uh, FSP license that these guys get, and and once you threaten that, they might want to um, react quickly. Yeah. So so we'll think about that. Stay on the line, Francis. But but I think okay. there's there's a there's a cheaper and more free way you can get help. You make somebody else deal with the problem. Um, okay, cool. We're gonna take a break. Please do give us a call, Kevin. I see your line number to do uh, number to dial oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. It's um, Lilo and I taking any of the questions that you might have as that pertain to any questions of law. We're back after this. The law reports with Michael Mutsuning Bill on Kaya FM ninety five dot nine. Uh, Michael Motoning Bill with Mobizi Tamlilo. We're taking your calls on uh, 0860000959 on anything to do with the law. We're ready to give you answers to uh, anything that might be concerning you. Um, uh, always ready to, to, to help you. I see Kevin, you're on the line. Kevin. Uh, hi, Michael. Okay. Well, my I got a nicer voice than that. Surely. <laughs> 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 that, that, that was Moisita's boy. Mine is mine is way better. <laughs> so, <laughs> hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the my challenge is uh, with a car manufacturer being Renault SA. Um, so last year December, I okay. I took the okay. My car started misfiring, so I took it in for fixing for them to check it out. They came back to me and they said, no, you're, um, okay, so the spark plug has an issue. And then they had to sign like some consent that if they stretch the car, I'll be liable for the cost, whatever it may be, which is fine because they went ahead with it. And then they came back to me and told me that the spark plug broke inside the engine. Okay, fine. Um, but then now, okay, then over time, um, it became a warranty claim and the warranty, the warranty guys came back and said, okay, I must pay 75,000 rand. And it was a case, and then, oh, once they, they notified me of that, I actually went back and checked my books because what didn't make sense to me is that how can my spark plugs break 5,000, just 5,000 Ks after service? Because I'd serviced the car 5,000 Ks earlier. Um, and it was my 60,000 Ks, which includes a replacement of spark plugs. Mm. Now, um, what happened is I checked my service book. There was no record of them changing my spark plugs. I checked my invoice. There was no record of them checking my uh, changing my spark plugs. Um, and then, oh, that's, but then that service was done at, at Reynolds Carter in Melrose. Right? But then now I'm at Reynolds East Bank because it's closer. Um, so I notified them of this. Like, hey, guys, okay, so I just checked my papers and this and this. I, there was no, there's no record of you guys changing my spark plugs, which I believe that's the reason why the spark plugs would break because that mm. it makes sense. Um, so long story short, they basically came back and said, no, you're liable. Um, and the only reason why I'm liable is because I was late for service. Okay, fair enough. I was late for service previously um, due to COVID and everything that was happening um, and garages were not open. So, but then now this is not a service relief. Like it's not, it's not a warranty issue. It's a negligence issue. Yeah. But they still ruled against So, So, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, they you 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 got there they say you, you're late but they don't raise the issue of your lateness they fix your car without complaint they service your car without complaint no i was like yes no no oh, for service yes they did raise it that oh you're late for service but, but bear in mind that the car was running fine when it went in for service no 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 but but i'm saying 
the, mm-hmm. the oh you're late for service is, is is nice to hear but what i'm saying is if you're late for service it means you're not eligible to it was that your last service it was yes that was my last service i, I mean but, but what i mean is the your last subsidized or paid for service was that, no 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 it ends it at 100 what when yes, does 100 percent it ends at 100 no, it ends at six. Uh, it's six uh, it ends at thirty thousand. So the forty-five thousand and sixty thousand I paid for. Okay, but so so this was a service that you paid for. So whether you, so it's not part of the the option. It's not part of the. It's not the option that came with your car. No. Because that part has been depleted. It depleted. Yeah. So if it's depleted, what does it matter if you're late? To them, yeah, basically they're saying warranty. But you're not claiming the warranty. No, he is. Yes. No, he says he's not. No, he's saying. If I understand him correctly, if he, he's saying that the when he took the car. Uh, and they were supposed to change the plugs. They didn't change the plugs. They did everything else on the service, if I understand you correctly. Um, yes. And, and didn't do that which they were supposed to do. Yes. But, and at, at, but the, at, at, at that time, your, your warranty had expired already. No, no. My, my, so my warranty was still valid, yes. For, okay, so that office, the full... Kilometer warranty is, I think there's a hundred, it's a hundred thousand, one hundred and twenty. I'm not sure. But okay, let's separate two things. Okay. There's a there's a warranty that comes with your car, and then there's a service plan. Yes. Okay. Yes, there's a service plan. Yes. So I was already out of service plan, but I'm still within warranty. But if your warranty, are the pl- spark plugs covered in the warranty? No, Mike. Well, for the first, oh, no, I don't, no, they're yeah. not. So, so what it means is that when when you when when you took your car in for service, did you service it in terms of the service plan or did you pay? I paid. Okay. So what it means is that they didn't charge you for the spark plugs then, because if you did pay, they would have. So there's nothing that says they must change spark plugs if they are working. But then, if you from a, a from a consumer point of view, that. If I bring my car to you for service, how come you did not ask me on the thirty thousand whether you should change them or not? I mean, you don't. They don't. They don't ask me on every line item that should we change your air filter, should we change this, should we change that. Okay, are you saying there's a there's a there's a service manual that belongs to Renault that says at this interval you you must change your spark plugs. You change, yes. Okay. That's how it is. So, so, so they didn't do, so we're not talking service plan here. We're not talking warranty. We're simply talking a job that they ought to have done. Yes. And then just to add to that, so from there, when I brought this to their attention and actually presented them with the proof that they didn't change my spot plugs, they regenerated an invoice with different dates, different line items. Um, and a different invoice number and all of a sudden now but the total amount is the same that I paid but then all of a sudden the spark plug, the spark plug are in the invoice Wow! and no, they no. actually use that against me no, I, this I, was from Renault Melrose yeah. I, I think the more you explain the more the issue of the spark plugs and whether or not you before the more it becomes irrelevant actually uh, to me because there are two types yeah, of service because now it, yeah. it, it, it it's it's because it, now my my big problem here is it's the, number one negligence number two 
okay, if you did nothing wrong, why are you covering up for it? No, no, you don't even need With to go that giving far. giving me a fake invoice. No, no, you, you don't need to no, go that far. So, so, so this is what, how I understand. There are two types of service, a minor service and a major service. And mm-hmm. he was at a stage where, of a major service where they needed to change the spark plugs. You are taking this vehicle to basically the owners of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So they should know what needs to be done at what mileage on the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't do that which they were supposed to do, um, because the failure to change the spark plugs does affect the warranty. If you, did, if you, out of your own volition, don't change the spark plugs because you say, no, I don't have the money, it's expensive and so forth and so forth, then it affects the warranty because the warranty will fall away because you refuse the service that they had said should be done at a particular point. You are saying that you assumed that they would know that this vehicle at this at 60 kilometers, 60,000 kilometers should be changed, uh, the spark plugs, and you assume that they had done so. That's what you are saying. Yes. And, and therefore, you are entitled to assume that they had done so because they would know because it's their vehicle after all. Correct. So their failure to do so is, is negligence on their part. Is negligence on their part, the consequence of which should not be visited on you. So they should make Correct. do the... the, 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 the um, they should fix the, the vehicle, uh, obviously. Of course, you, you might have a slight problem of saying you also had a duty to check your own invoice to see whether or not those things had been... Happening. I don't think that's a problem he'll face. I mean, if I think they've just given him because I don't think he has a real claim. I think that the only thing that he might have is, is a claim that, that rests on um, Reno's own reputation. So if you went to Reno, South Africa, for example, and you say, look at your people, they're giving me two invoices... Um, for I the did. same thing, they would want to intervene and do something about it. And the reason why I say that I don't believe you have a claim is, is I mean, I'm, and, and you probably do have a claim. I just don't understand your story properly, maybe, because the, the, why are they changing this thing? Surely there must be something. There's some, you know, the, the sun, there must be something up with, with, with that whole maneuvering. But how I see it is if you say to me, because my spark plugs were not changed, the whole, da- the whole engine broke. Then they would. Then I would absolutely say, they, their failure to to to, fi- to to replace the spark plug has caused another damage. Yeah. But if it's but only the spark exactly plugs, is that what exactly exactly what yeah, happened? Yeah, that's what you said. Yes. Okay, that's good. You got yeah. okay. You got yourself a claim. Right All right. Go to Reno, South Africa. Go to Reno, South Africa, mm. and I then went, and Baring. I went to. I went to. So what happened was, give one the at the dealer level. They not. Yeah. Okay. Quickly, but what did what did Reno, South Africa say? Yeah. Okay, I went straight to Renault South Africa and they basically took me to customer service and they just said, no, we're not going to cover it. Sue them. Because you were, it was, you were late for service. Okay, so sue so, so, them. After that, I went to Ombuds. Ombuds ruled against me. They just said because of the, the car was service late, they won't. But the funny thing is with the reports from the Ombudsman, they didn't even mention anything about the actual dealership that did the service that did not change the spark plug. They just looked at things on the face value that... No, but I mean, if you were late, there's no relationship. But, but, but yeah, if, 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 if one, there's no relationship. But if you were late, isn't that all the more reason to change the spark plugs? Right? But, but there's no relationship between the two because you are not claiming a warranty. You are not claiming anything. You, and you are not claiming, the lateness affects the service plan, affects the warranty. So you might have lost those two things, right? I'm not saying you have. But certainly, if they didn't do what their own manual says they must do at 60,000 kilometers, 
then they were negligent and they're liable for your engine. Yeah. All right, we got to run. Okay, so what can I do? <laughs> S- sue them, brother. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's... Uh, you, you have good you, prospects of success. Yeah, we, 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 think, we, think you, you, we think that if you sued, you can win. Clive, hello. Hello. Hi, Clive. Oh, you're speaking to me? <laughs> good. How are you doing? Laka, how are you? No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for uh, this informative, helpful uh, platform. You're welcome, brother. Okay. What I wanted to find out, uh, so I've got two uh, scenarios that I want to sketch to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, scenario number one. Uh, I, was, I think this was what around, uh, do I have any recourse? Let's say about 12 years plus minus. Uh, I can't recall the exact mm-hmm. date, now, but it's around day. Mm-hmm. Uh, a house has been repossessed from you, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the house has been repossessed, but the notice, let's say the summonses, uh, my house was number five, but this, I never got the summonses. It went to number seven, number nine, somewhere mm. there. Yeah. With the result, I never had uh, the summonses. Mm. Uh, I was only, well, let's say, on the last day, uh, uh, then I, 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 I noticed it, uh, or not noticed, but, uh, you know, then the repossession took place. Okay. So I could have perhaps stopped the summons or, you know, negotiated, but because of the summonses never uh, reached the correct mm. address, mm. do I have any recourse? Can I tell you, it's fra. Yeah. Um. Oh, you speak of <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> So, yeah, frowns, buwa ones, ketwa ones, kuluma. Nothing to do, nothing to do, Megazi. So, so, wan wan yer het jy uitgevind dat dat se summons? Man, um, want want ek vraag, want weet jy wat? Das das nou 12 jare. Ja. Nou ek wil net weet wanneer het jy uitgevind. As jy my sê jy het gister uitgevind, dan kan ons jou help. Maar as jy my sê jy 12 jaar geweet, dan kan ons nie. Nee, nie 12 jaar nie, but ek denk dit was, joh, bieke, thereafter, maybe 2-3 years thereafter, then, to realize het, hey man, kijk, die ding is nou klaar geripossess, but, kijk, want to die summons gaan, that's why I never got the summons, you understand? Okay, I got you. So, let me tell you, you did have, you did have a basis to fight when you found out. So, you you needed to do what what we call a rescission application. Okay. And for you to rescind, you can rescind an order to say, court, I didn't get this thing. It was granted yeah. in, in my absence, excuse me, by mistake. But for you to bring okay. a rescission application, you okay. need to bring it within... 20, hmm? 20 days. Within no 20 idea. days. Mm. You need to bring it within 20 court days. Yeah. Um, then your rescission application will be entertained. Um, so you are some years late, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm years late now. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and you also out. need to demonstrate some prospects of success on the actual merits. And Yes, uh, yes. So, so, mm. so sorry, sorry, my brother. Um, um, I, I know you said you got two questions, but I'm, I'm afraid we can only entertain one. Sorry, Megazi. When you are next time. Lesejo, Johannesburg. How are you? Well, a lady. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? No, because like, people are like, what's about a pussy? I'm a people like, hello, 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 Michael. No, like, you know, like, that's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got six minutes. Let's do this. 
Okay. Uh, I would like to know what is a breach of contract. I have a home loan uh, with the bank, mm-hmm. and I took it in 2002, and in 2005 I paid it off. And after I have paid it off, I took a further advance. And contractual, uh, six months after the, the, the first bond was paid off. And then uh, six months after I have paid it off, um, I took a further advance. And the bank unauthorized reinstated the, the, the assurance policy. The policy was um, with the same bank. And then all along, I thought uh, the policy was uh, was compulsory. And then I find out uh, 15 years later that the policy was not compulsory. The premiums of the policy, uh, they were adding it to the balance of my of my home loan every month for the past 15 years. And the credits, uh, the debits were more than the credits. And that caused the home loan to increase instead of decreasing. I took the matter to the bank's ombuds, and the ruling was in my favor. But the bank's ombuds said that um, the bank can only pay me for three years because of the Prescription Act. Mm -hmm. Now, I need to know uh, what should happen to to the other debits that were... were added to my bank balance Interesting. Uh, for the past uh, 15 years. Interesting. Uh, I'm not, well, I'm thinking on top of, on, on my feet, I, I'm not convinced that the Prescription Act would be applicable. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it, it always is applicable. I just mm-hmm. think that they, they it's, there's nuances. There's yeah. a way you can escape. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, the, I think so too. Yeah, I think there's ground to go to go beyond the order of the ombudsman to say even for that material period yeah. they should pay. So prescription okay. is three years. It's yeah. true, but it's not. Yeah. It's so if I if I'm busy stealing your money yeah. and you don't know, mm. prescription doesn't run yeah. because you don't know. Exactly. Prescription yeah. starts to run when you know. Yeah. When you find out, so it's when you find out about the the loss, and also the identity of the person that's causing you the loss. And it's not a debt mm-hmm. either. Hmm. That's even a, an interesting one. Yeah, it's not a debt. So yeah. prescription is not applicable at all. No, it is. I think. I think it's I, not a debt. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No. I, I think it, it certainly um, would because because if if I take money and you want yeah. to recover it, 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 yeah. it that way it becomes a debt. It's not unless you want to say it's a theft, in which case you are elevating it into a nice domain of criminal law. But if it's sort of unauthorized or, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I think that the claim, so they need to prove when you found out about yes. the fact that they're taking money from you. If you didn't know for 15 years, in fact, the fact that you've already won this three years mm. means yeah. that on it's the merits, good. yes, you are good. You just now establish, you just need to it's say. It's an unjustified enrichment. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, it's an unjustified enrichment. So yeah, it's a claim. So no, no, no. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you see, him and I disagree sometimes. <laughs> uh, but it's good because then one of us is thinking, and I literally mean one of us. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> 
So, 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 Lesejo, um, you have thank a good you, case. Thank you for calling. You got a good case. Yeah. It prescription doesn't run three years. So that three years is calculated from a particular date, and your particular date is when you found out about the deductions. If you found out um, two years ago, that's, that means prescription only started to run against you two years ago. So and you, I'm, you and I'm saying it doesn't apply. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, of course, there's that view, of course. Anyway, that was the law report. We really enjoyed this. I think we've got to try this once a month, every, every time. Anytime, Mike. And, 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 and the guy or gal that gets us to buy wine for them um, will be a legend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back next week. Well, I'm back next week. I, at least I don't have to see you. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.